Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Comment and Analysis Desk. KUKA is one of Germany's most innovative engineering companies and produces the engaging, hypersensitive EWA robot that can entertain you to tea. And now it's owned by the Chinese company, Madea. Does that matter? asks Guy Shazan, the FT's Berlin correspondent. The takeover, which was just the latest in a string of deals by Chinese investors targeting Europe, has certainly ruffled feathers, Guy says. At this year's Hanover Messe, the world's biggest industrial fair, it was one of the stars of the show, an elegant, ultra-sensitive robot known as an Iwa that can pour a beer and brew a coffee. Angela Merkel and Barack Obama, guests of honour on the Messe's opening day, were intrigued. Can it squeeze lemons? Ms Merkel asked. The Iwa, or Intelligent Industrial Work Assistant, is produced by KUKA, one of Germany's most innovative engineering companies but it will not be entirely German for long. Less than a month after the fair, a Chinese appliance maker called Medea offered to buy KUKA for 4.5 billion euros in the largest ever Chinese takeover of a German company. The idea of a Chinese entity owning one of the nation's great innovators is a cause for widespread angst in Germany. The hand-wringing started soon after Medea revealed its hand. According to Gunther Oettinger, the EU's digital commissioner and a close political ally of Miss Merkel, KUKA is a successful company in a strategic sector that is important for the digital future of European industry. He called on other European companies to make a counteroffer, but no one came forward. Medea announced on Monday that it now holds 94.55% of KUKA's shares. Even before the KUKA deal, Germany was becoming the top destination for Chinese investment in Europe. Transactions with a total value of $11.3 billion have been announced so far this year, according to Dealogic, more than all previous years combined. Chinese investors have acquired 37 German companies in the last six months alone, compared to 39 for the whole of 2015, says EY, the professional services firm. Andy Gu, Midea's vice president, says, In China, we have a lot of respect for German manufacturing excellence, their craftsmanship, their dedication to technology. There's lots of goodwill towards German brands, and that's also true in our organization. The range of targets has been wide. Last month, Osram, one of the most venerable names in German business, sold its lamp unit to a consortium led by Chinese LED specialist MLS for more than 400 million euros. In February, Beijing Enterprises bought EEW, the German waste management company, for 1.44 billion euros. Also this year, ChemChina agreed to buy German machinery maker Krauss Maffei Group for 925 million euros. Martin Reitz, chief executive of Rothschild Germany, says 35 to 40 percent of German inbound investment in the first half of the year came from China. He says, 
We have several deals on the go with Chinese involvement right now. The pivot towards Germany reflects their strategic plan to be much more focused on innovation, on high-tech brands, to enable them to shift to a more advanced industrial society, he says. German technology firms are a key focus, but the Chinese net has widened to include everything from pharma and biotech companies to clinics and care homes. Meanwhile, says Yi Sun, a partner at EY Germany, since the Brexit vote, several top managers in China are thinking about moving their European headquarters from Britain to Germany. However, Medea's announcement of its offer for KUKA on May the 18th rang alarm bells in the German political elite, given the company's place at the heart of Industry 4.0, Germany's ambitious drive to link the real-life factory with the virtual world. The company is best known for big industrial robots used to make things like cars and planes, but it is working on more intelligent machines that can send and receive data from the cloud and connect to the much-vaunted Internet of Things. Roland Closer, a professor in business and board member of the DSW Independent Shareholders Association, believes Chinese ownership of KUKA could be problematic for customers that want to go into the cloud. He says some of them worry about the security of sensitive industrial and corporate data if the owner of the company is Chinese. Such concerns are not confined to Germany. Last month, the British Prime Minister, Theresa May, delayed the final go-ahead for Hinkley Point C, a massive new nuclear plant backed by China Guangdong Nuclear Power, amid signs of a rethink on Chinese investment in the UK. Nick Timothy, her policy guru, wrote last year that China could use its stake in the British nuclear industry to engage in energy blackmail, threatening to turn off the power in the event of an international crisis. Elsewhere, too, a number of Chinese deals targeting sensitive foreign assets have fallen foul of regulatory scrutiny, particularly from the Committee on Foreign Investment in the US. In January, the committee shot down Philips' attempt to sell its lighting business to a Chinese-led consortium. In February, Tsinghua Unigroup withdrew from a $3.8 billion investment in Western Digital after the deal was flagged for an investigation by CFIUS. ChemChina's planned $44 billion takeover of Swiss chemical group Syngenta is now also looking iffy after the company was forced to refile its application to CFIUS in June. Mr. Wrights says it's legitimate to think about what happens when you transfer control of high-tech companies like KUKA to the Chinese. He says, the more iconic a company, the more this will be debated. But if you really want to be China's strategic partner, you can't try and stop these deals. Founded by Josef Keller and Jakob Knappich in the Bavarian town of Augsburg in 1898, KUKA began life as a producer of acetylene gas for street lighting and later branched into welding machines. In 1973, it developed one of the world's first industrial robots. In 1973, it developed one of the world's first industrial robots. Medea's relationship with KUKA goes back years. The company has installed around 100 KUKA robots in its factories, producing everything from vacuum cleaners to washing machines. Last year, Medea acquired a small stake in the German company, building it up to 13% by this spring. Then in May, it unveiled its tender offer for all the remaining stock, offering €115 Euros per share, a chunky 36% premium to the previous day's closing share price. Medea says it saw a chance to help expand KUKA's presence in its home market. Most Chinese factories are not automated yet, 
The country had just 36 robots per 10,000 manufacturing workers in 2014. In contrast, average robot density is 85 in Europe and 79 in the Americas. But as it moves away from heavy industries towards a more consumer-driven economy, China intends to become one of the world's top 10 automated nations by 2020, with 150 units per 10,000 workers, Wang Rushang, head of the China Machinery Industry Federation, said last month. Medea Zandi Gu says, China is becoming the largest robotics market in the world, and we want to capture that growth potential. There's demand not just from us, but from all industries. KUKA is already big in China, with 15% of the market, but it wants to be even bigger, and having Medea as its owner will help. According to Till Reuter, KUKA's chief executive, Medea has a clear picture of how KUKA will benefit from the Chinese market. But the reaction to Medea's offer from KUKA's workforce was one of shock. Armin Kolb, the workers' representative on KUKA's supervisory board, says, Anyone who hears China and Chinese investments being mentioned initially takes fright. I'd be lying if I said everyone kept calm and everything proceeded as normal. The political reaction was just as negative. Sigmar Gabriel, Germany's deputy chancellor, said it would be appropriate if there was at least one alternative offer from Germany or Europe. Ms. Merkel, who happened to be on a trip to China with a delegation of German businessmen, also reportedly expressed her concern. A key source of irritation in Berlin is that such a deal would be impossible in China, which in many industries restricts foreign companies to joint ventures. During the trip, she told officials, We expect reciprocity on the Chinese side too. Yet there was no way her government could block the transaction. Ministers can only intervene to prevent a takeover by a non-EU investor when it involves strategic infrastructure such as energy networks or defence companies. KUKA does not qualify. Mr Reuter spoke to other potential bidders while continuing to negotiate with Medea's boss, Paul Fang. There were hopes that the Swiss engineering group ABB might step in. Friedhelm Loh, a German industrialist who owned 10% of KUKA, was also approached, but said in June that he couldn't afford to buy the whole company. Mr Reuter said, Lots of names were floated, but were they prepared to do something? We had one offer on the table. Medea was surprised by the backlash. Mr Gu says, We didn't expect such a high level of negative comments, but you have to accept that there are certain fears in Germany, and so you must thoroughly explain the rationale of the deal. Much of the anger at the Chinese offer was directed at Mr. Reuter. Mr. Lowe and another big shareholder, the German engineering group Voigt, both criticised him for publicly supporting the Medea offer. Yet in the end, both of them sold their stakes. What may have swayed them were the concessions Medea made to win support for the deal. It promised a hands-off approach, committing itself to preserve existing jobs and factory sites for the next seven and a half years, and not to delist or restructure the company during that period. Mr. Kolb says, Any other alternative bids from other investors would have been worse and would not have ensured our long-term future the way Medea's does. Medea also agreed on a complex ring-fencing arrangement to protect data belonging to KUKA's customers. Mr. Reuters says, There's clearly sensitivity there, but we gave a clear signal that data security is taken seriously. Some in Augsburg worry that once the investor agreement expires in 2023, Medea could simply move KUKA's production lock, stock and barrel to China and sack thousands of staff at its German locations. Yi Sun, up at EY Germany, says that won't happen. She says, 
The times when they dismantled the steelworks here and reassembled it in China are long gone. Anyway, the high-tech firms targeted by the Chinese cannot simply be moved because of all the know-how tied up in their production, their logistics and IT processes. She adds, And you need highly skilled workers, which are not available in China in the same numbers. Yet for some critics of the deal, it increases the likelihood that the robots of the future will be built in China, not Germany. Roland Closer says it would have been better if KUKA had simply set up a joint venture in China with a local partner, while keeping the core technology in the parent company as the nucleus of its long-term strategic growth. He says, In Hanover, Merkel described KUKA as the future of German industry. So should we really just be selling it off like something of no strategic value? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.